I had a meeting this morning, and we uh, it was it was exciting times. The membership was a little crazy, but you know that's that is how they do. They like to tell really stupid puns to the point where um, you know you hope to God that they'll stop. But <laughs> if you voice that you hope they'll stop, they'll tell more of them. So you just sort of have to write it out like a case of herpes. <laughs> Wait, that never ends, though, Ryan. Well, right, but the breakouts go away. Okay, just like puns, you puns never, never you know, <laughs> puns never right. go away completely. Stacy has a kid, which makes him a petri dish, which makes her a petri dish. She's not here this weekend, though. Are you trying to make your kid go through the revenant? Oh, oh I haven't seen that yet, so don't give it away. <laughs> it's basically about kids at camp. It is. Okay. There's also a Doom Two monster <laughs> showing my age. Doom 2. Mm-hmm. The Revenant is a Doom 2 monster? Yeah. Mm. Doom? Really You're the youngest person in the group, so showing your age is not really how mean right? anything hey, to showing us. my young age. Oh. oh. Ryan, how old are you? I am 32. I need to think about it. Philip, how old are you? 31 or 2. Honestly, <laughs> I forget my age all the time. I think I'm still I, 31. One year I <laughs> said I was th- 34 the what whole time, and I was really 33. We could do the bathroom right now. I did that. 84. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. March, yeah. March 84. I'm still 31, right? Yeah. Yes. March the, the year that I was 37, I, I told everybody I was 38, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, some, somewhere along Inflation. the way. 37 like is prime. Years. Yeah. Birthdays don't matter. as You just forget. Yeah. yeah. You okay. remember the milestones. When in, and then when in March, Philip? Uh, end of March. Okay. I'm 17th. So. Later. Yeah. Do you not? No, I you hate birthdays. Drivers like, okay. dumb. I hate <laughs> You don't want people to send you letters is the deal i i wish people would just ignore it well if you got letters that would actually be ideal letters for you nice so why don't you announce it on next at bat <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no i should have written it down well it's the end of march year. if they're letters end of march is close enough you know what? because it's just snail because mail. you said that i'm gonna celebrate your birthday <laughs> every day from the 18th to the end <laughs> I'm gonna say we, we know it's after the 17th you're gonna right. be a lot there's of only cake. a couple weeks God damn it. a lot yeah. of cake Actually, Shiv and McKinnons did that to yeah. me last year. They had like 60 days of birthday. Or they tried to. <laughs> like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's called love. Yeah. I hate it. Okay. Her love hurts. Better <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, every day I'm going to put on Facebook that it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> right on his wall. <laughs> Hack his account and put it as his birthday every day. Yeah, and, and, and as you, I'm going to type... Uh, why isn't anybody wishing me happy birthday? Hi, I'm Philip. I'm Matt. First we'll have a little chat, then put on our ring Now it's time for Next Dad Bats! And we're here today with the pickup artists. Hello, the pickup artists. Hello. 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 Would you please introduce yourselves for our Next at Bat audience? Yeah, <laughs> I'm Stacy Trelfa. I'm Ryan Strunk. Hi, I'm Aaron Cook. And I'm Amy Burge. Thank you for joining us. I am joined today, as always, by Philip Simondet. And our host every day and week and year and month is Matthew McLeod. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Philip. I don't know. Uh, I did that out of order. Even? Uh, I don't you know, know, it was fine. Okay. I liked it. Cool. I'm especially the host between March 18th oh, and March 31st. <laughs> <laughs> um, for no particular reason. No reason. Um, there's a there's another member of the group that's not here. That's right. Who is yeah. that? Jen Wilson was not able to join us today. The pickup artists is 
a unique group in the Twin Cities area uh, because your thing is that you do acapella improvised uh, musicals. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, which I think even just hearing those words strung together uh, <laughs> produces a lot of agita in uh, most improvisers' uh, hearts and stomachs. That's true. You know, most improvisers are uh, pretty bold to do just about anything, but mm-hmm. they're always coming up to us. I could never do acapella, not ever. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I will wear a shock collar on stage. I will put my head in a bucket <laughs> of water until the scene is over. I will get absolutely falling down drunk, but don't make me sing. Right. What is that? Well, and especially unaccompanied. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing. Yeah. It's like people might sing, but not not unaccompanied. Right. Yeah. Well, I've even talked to musical improvisers in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Good luck." Yeah. Good luck. I would never do that. Right. So uh, yeah, this might be unique to more than just Minneapolis. I think like, you might be right, um, but I haven't we're done pioneers. research on that. Yeah. Uh, well, we have so many great—not so many, but we have several great accompanists uh, in the Twin Cities. Uh, from Peter Gerton to Jack uh, to Joseph Yee, and they are tremendous mm-hmm. to assisting and really laying the, the foundation for people to be able to do musical improv. I'd throw Chad Dutton in there, too. And Chad yeah. Dutton, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, there are yep. more that I'm not naming. Sure. And I think anybody who does musical improv would say that they are imperative to making that work, Except for you guys, uh, <laughs> and uh, and I've talked, Ryan. You and I have talked a bit mm. about why you don't use an accompanist. So, do you guys want to tell a little bit about how that came about? We were formed through the Twin Cities Musical Improv Initiative, right? Which has been around for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, about a year. We had an accompanist, um, Chad Dutton. but he was a very very busy guy, and yeah. we were practicing uh, pretty often. And he was just not available. Mm-hmm. And so we were practicing a cappella all the time. And we said, well, what about just doing it a cappella on stage? Yeah, we brought it up as kind of a necessity. Like, what would we do if we didn't have an accompanist? Mm-hmm. And Ryan actually was in India for a while and came back and, mm-hmm. and, and stopped and went, hey, I have this wacky idea. <laughs> what if we did a cappella? And yeah. I went, I'm in. I was the last person to get on board. Yeah. I, I was like, uh, it's easier with an accompanist? Are you sure you want to do this? So they sort of dragged me kicking and screaming, but it's been amazing, so I'm really glad. About about uh, oh, 13 or 14 months ago, I actually tried to put together an a cappella group, and, and we just couldn't find enough people that were interested in pulling it together. And so I think... What was really exciting for me is we just sort of fell into it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I showed up for my first rehearsal after I got back from my India trip, and and they were saying, "Oh, we've been doing this," and and I just went, "Oh my God, this is exactly what you had wanted this before." Is, yeah, 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 and it was just this amazingly natural fit. Yeah, I joined the group a little bit after the this initial decision was made, but I definitely oh. um, it it. Raises its own challenges um, to be the accompanist and the singer and the performer. And I, I think this group figured a lot of stuff out before I came. Sure. Um, really, and I think everybody in the group is really talented, has a really good ear for music. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of like, we, we've we worked with, um, oh boy, I'm not going to remember the name Andrew now. Andrew Berkowitz. Thank Andrew you, Berkowitz. Andrew Berkowitz, uh, to, to work. He, he does acapella um, with Six Appeal, I believe the name is. And... Okay. Um, 
you know, to really kind of get a feel, at least for me, um, how to kind of carry a song and do the bass line with it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we're really learning how to be our own accompanist. But there's also challenges with it, too. Yeah. So I think a lot of the things that we've done is we've tried to find different coaches. So we've worked with Joe Rapp and Jill Bernard mm-hmm. and Tom Reed. And what we've found is that they're good at helping us with the improv part of it, but right. finding someone who can help us with the music and not just making up songs, but actually the music, we need to spread ourselves out from just the improv community. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. And and have you been able to do that? Have you found people that can assist with the acapella portion, like the four part? Yeah, that's what Andrew, he was, because he does yeah. acapella. So Bur- He's Burko does yeah. that. Andrew's yeah, been gotcha. doing that with yeah. us. We're also um, reaching out to... Um, Amy Engelhart from she mm-hmm. lives in Los Angeles and she's we're working on getting her into town to helping us. She was with the Bobs, which okay. are an acapella group that was that's still around, but she did a lot of songwriting for them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get her to come in and work with us. And what we tend to find is, you know, we get improv from the improv people and we get acapella from the acapella people, but we haven't found anybody else yet. You know, Andrew's group does arranged music and Mm -hmm. Amy's group does arranged music. And we're the only ones who make up everything (laughs) as we go. Let's, if you could, please talk about the process by which you're able to do that, to be able to make up the music, the harmonies, the, I mean, also for anybody who doesn't know your group, you do narrative structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not that you're just doing one-off songs, but you're actually telling the story through your songs as well, just to add another layer of challenge for the fun of it. Well, Talk about like how is this all coalesced? I think when we first started, you know, we'd set up a chord or a, a riff and it would just be continually repeated sure. over and over. Which is fairly typical to musical improv, I mm-hmm. think, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then as we continued, we thought, well, let's experiment with trying to do chord progressions and move mm-hmm. from chord to chord in order to create more of a feeling of a song to, to, to really make it finished, mm-hmm. I think. Sometimes they, uh, like two, one person will start and then that person sort of lays down a framework like this is what the chords are going to sound like or this is what you know the progression is going to be. And then we sort of lay on top one at a time or two at a time um, and just find those harmonies mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. amongst everything else that we're doing. I think one of the exercises that I find extremely helpful that we do every rehearsal, and I think everybody at this table enjoys doing it, mm-hmm. is the evolution yep. um, where we somebody will start to do a part of a song and we all join in and you might mimic what they're doing or mm-hmm. you find your own part of that. So mm-hmm. we're, that we, we practice that making the the chords and all the parts of the song at least once. And I mean, usually those evolutions go anywhere from what three minutes to like 13 minutes. I mean, they, <laughs> they can, they can go if we're just feeling a groove, we just go and, and they'll have um, tempo changes, chord changes. Sometimes there, somebody means to do a uh, key change. Sometimes doesn't mm-hmm. usually if it's me, it was unintentional, <laughs> but, but there's moments in the evolution where, we all just breathe together. Mm-hmm. There's this amazing right. like group mind of yeah. breathing together and then starting at the same time. And no one is directing. No one's saying, this is what we're going to do. We're just getting in sync. We just all do it. Right. And I'm usually the guy that's flailing and grinning and punching people. When, when, <laughs> like, that yes. was awesome! Yes, he is always doing that. Yeah. High five! Physical with his <laughs> congratulations. I can't <laughs> reach you, I'll spill your wine. Whatever. <laughs> couple of questions but 
Of course, that's the case because I'm interviewing you. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> that's not a that's not a given. I I've led interviews and not asked any questions. Good point. Um, just let us hang ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just talk for no. Okay, uh, there are five of you in the group. Probably four going forward, at least for now. Um, right. Because Jen's unfortunately going to be moving, uh, yep. as you told me just before the the podcast uh do you find that you do kind of sit into parts just like in in a in a choral arrangement uh do you have your own baritone tenor alto soprano sort of roles or do you find that you take different parts uh does somebody typically lead the melody and somebody fall into harmony does somebody lay down the bass line or the uh do you have bass lines and 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 drum lines and stuff like that. Right. Well, we all know what our part is. You know, I'm the, the high soprano, but occasionally I will start something that I think is a bass line. Sure. And then I will point at Aaron yeah. because he's the lowest voice. And I'm like, do it, do it, because I can't continue in this place, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think we all um, understand where we are, but we do move around a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just to support each other, if you know, because I do have the lowest voice. So if I, I if I'm out in a scene, obviously it's hard, and I'm singing, it's hard for me to throw the bass line down. Right. So Ryan, I um, will will drop down there, and I, actually anybody will. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Amy's done it before. We've all we've all done it. I think we all have a good enough ear to know, like, oh, that part dropped out, and we need that anchor. I'm going to take it, even if it's not the same octave. It's the same sure tempo and stuff like that. It still so reads that way to it, the ear. Exactly. Um, and a bass line played on the high uh, string of a bass does is still a bass line, mm-hmm. whether it's played on the high string or the yeah. low string. And Aaron and I have a bottom. very similar range. Like when we're doing warm-ups, we can hit the same low note. Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah she, is, she is alto extraordinary. <laughs> she, takes, she takes testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bass off. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a baritone. So yeah. that's... Yeah. It's rare to find a true bass. Yeah. yeah they're, exactly. they're hard to come yeah. by. <laughs> and, and a true bass that can sing, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And do improv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and work within the structure of the group, which is also something that we talked about briefly uh, before the podcast began. There are maybe people that have the chops to be able to do what you guys do, but it's a matter of fitting the group as well. Like, uh, you talked earlier about being finding those moments where you're able to do a key chain uh, change that's fucking hard mm-hmm. i have to imagine when you're talking about something that's unstructured and never been played before and will likely never be played again mm-hmm. how have you gotten to the point where uh you are able to uh, work together and find those moments where you don't have one person changing key and the other three continuing on uh, for example, uh, or a tempo change or whatnot. I mean, it still happens. Sure. I, there are times where it's like we were singing a song the other day about change, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be meta and change the key, and it just didn't work. You know, I'm, but it's the same thing. You come out in improv and you're juggling, and the other guy's like, Hey, mom, welcome home from the grocery store, and you're yeah. like, Well, I guess I'm gonna put these down. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are, or or you find out some way to ham-fistedly ram them into the scene, and and so the same thing happens with songs. We'll start a riff, and and we've had it in shows even where we've started a riff or or somebody sang a line and it just didn't work, and mm-hmm. so you you just change Adjust. to the new reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think some of it, you know, why we do evolutions and why we do 
some of the other things we do is to really establish that group think. Sure. And so if I'm going to change the court, I might walk down to the court change or, you know, okay. if Aaron sure. uh, or, or Amy will often or Stacy will often sing the same thing twice so that if I hear it the first time, I'm going to lean in the second time and harmonize mm-hmm. with that with that second thing. I think we also kind of know when people are feeling it and we, we, we're starting to get a feel for how people like to arrange music. And so if, if somebody's going to sort of take a lead in the, the improv arrangement, you know that somebody might slow it down or might have that tempo, I think. And you, you start to you start to trust your teammates. I mean, that's what having a team's all about, getting to work mm-hmm. with them, getting to trust them and you know what they're going to bring. And, and, and quite honestly, if it changes and it, it falls flat, you got to support each other. Yeah. You know, that's what it's all about. So all of you have been doing improv for longer than this group has existed. How has this group changed the way you uh, listen? You mean in improv in general, how we listen? Yeah. There are times when I'm improvising with other people that I think there should be a song here. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's usually right after I've had pickup artist rehearsal. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think there is a certain, like one of the things that I've noticed, and I don't know if it was just because of the age of my improv or if it was because of the pickup artist but i remember names in scenes now a lot more than i ever used to. yeah i do too i never used to be able to remember it all mm-hmm. i don't know why that's happened exactly but that's true well we made a point too of making sure we remember names yeah mm-hmm. but i've always tried to make a point of it. i don't think i succeed at that always <laughs> but that's okay but i would say that okay, you bet. know when you're you're listening with the music and you're doing your improv outside of the music, you are paying attention to the emotion because you are really looking for that moment when you can heighten the emotion, the emotion with a song. Mm-hmm. So I think that I'm listening for what people are feeling in the scene. Mm-hmm. So I would ditto that sentiment exactly. And I think because when we're doing a scene, you not only have to listen to the person out on the stage doing their verse or making their declaration, but at the same time you are also having to listen to all of the people that are singing on the back line with you to make sure that your chords and your harmonies don't suck. And so there is a lot of ear juggling that happens as a result of that. <laughs> I like that phrase. <laughs> but, and having said that, that's probably been our biggest challenge is singing on stages and being able to hear each other. Yeah. Because there's times when the person's singing the choruses or the verses up front that we're in the back doing the backup and we can't hear the words they're saying. Right. So we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, different theaters too have a different acoustical feel and sometimes you just can't hear anything and it's can be kind of difficult at times what is your each of your individual musical background i'm i'm pretty aware of your improv backgrounds uh which i guess it doesn't matter if i'm aware of it but (laughs) so uh, but uh, so i guess talk about maybe your improv backgrounds and your uh, musical backgrounds or like do you have training in music or is it just based on ear well i uh did study music at Concordia College in Moorhead. So I was a music education major and I did teach music for a little while. Mm-hmm. But I have a tendency to to not want to tell people I was a music major because I, I think, I don't know if that was necessarily the right path, though it's, it's certainly come in handy now. <laughs> but, uh, and as far as my improv background, I, I tend to forget uh, exactly how long I've been doing it. I think 
other improvisers, they don't think in a linear fashion. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, but I guess I started at uh, the Brave New Workshop Student Union, continued on, did some huge and whatnot. Uh, just out of curious, why don't you like to tell people that you were a music major? Well, because I think it's, uh, you know, it, it implies that you have so much more knowledge. And maybe I don't. It's, it was like for a while, I, I, you know, I didn't do any music theory. It sort of falls off of your map and you're like, don't remember how to do it. You have to kind of retrain yourself to remember those things. Mm -hmm. And uh, then they tend to ask if I play the piano, which I don't. <laughs> it's like that they're like, oh, are you really a music major? I don't know. It's huh. just that you have all these things you're supposed to know. And just like anything, if you're not practicing it, you kind of forget. What were your instruments in college? Uh, flute and voice. I was a voice major. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason you should know piano. <laughs> <laughs> That's what accompanists are for. Right. Yeah. Well. Or fuck accompanists. <laughs> right. Yeah. Who needs it? That's <laughs> what your voice is for. I have been improvising for Gosh, almost three years now, maybe a little bit over. It started with the Brave New Workshop. Mm -hmm. I was also a music major in college. I had these grand dreams of becoming a choir teacher for high schools. And for one reason or another, the University of Nebraska doesn't give you your interested or your, your place of interest until your ninth semester of college and so as a result I didn't figure out that I didn't really like being a high school teacher <laughs> until I was already ready to graduate with a degree and mm. so I always tip my hat to anybody who teaches high school music because it's such a tough job and uh, they can have it um, <laughs> but I yeah I I did that for a while and I unlike Stacy absolutely love theory I kind of nerd out and I think to the point that I irritate people i'm like wow that was a really great first inversion no. chord no not at all <laughs> yeah but i will own that i'm my my goal is to do more sevenths and every we're time impressed do, yeah <laughs> see they're all impressed by ryan <laughs> no no it's like no, he's no. a music major but they're like stacy you don't know anything not at no, all not at all no, no. stacy's the only one who's written songs so. oh, i guess that's true <laughs> but do you play piano right <laughs> I do actually. I was I know this Ryan guy knows his shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a piano at home even. So But so does Stacy. Yeah. It's, hey yeah. It's dusty. <laughs> I think I should put down the cover on the keys, <laughs> you know, because it's pretty dusty now. I'm actually uh more of an ear by ear person. Yeah. I, uh, I, I I did take lessons, got got involved in like fifth and sixth grade choir and in grade school, mm -hmm. um, was in a couple high school bands, you hmm. know, Blissom. Nice. So that was a punk band. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Chris Hill was in that. And then, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. So you should ask him about that. Was it that. shout therapy? Um, well, I, I think we, maybe that's where my musical improv started because I could never write lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, so we had songs that we would like jam out to, and we literally, the songs were. The lyrics just changed every time because who needs to write the words? <laughs> just I don't know. It was one of those artists. They're artists. Um, one, one of those angsty eighteen-year-olds that was like, I feel like the words aren't right. So I could never. I was uh -huh. never satisfied with. Sure. So it was always changing. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more by ear, and I had some training. Did uh, was a theater major in college, so I did take some voice lessons sure. as well. Right. 
but only enough to to sing the the final that I had to do, which ironically I know so little about music that the accompanying sheet that I brought I was supposed to be singing in the bass key. I brought the soprano sheet music, <laughs> which was drastically different, and I did so bad. Like it was one of those things where. I just I made a cringy face like I was pooping my pants because <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. Because I, there, and the, the teacher looked up and said, oh, here's Ryan. You have the, the soprano sheet music for this song. And I was like, okay, that's a different key and different notes. So I was like, ah. So that's, that's why I do it by ear because I don't know music. I've always sang, but mm-hmm. I have no musical training. I took mm-hmm. one voice lesson my entire life. Um, sang in high school choir, sang in sixth grade choir. Um, but I, I worked at Renaissance Festival where I auditioned by singing a mm-hmm. duet with someone and the, the, the person doing the audition said, hey, you're going to do a musical group, right? And I said, no, I'm going to be on the street. So As most musicians end up. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I didn't want to sing, although I did, I did have a group of, of novices, of Catholic novices, where we were not a singing group, and we made up parodies to many songs that we would perform. We were the Virtues. So oh, and nice. we would yeah. So we had lovely three part harmonies with the the five or six depending on not chastity. Chastity was not among our virtues. <laughs> um, and then I started doing Brave New Workshop in 1998. So when they first started teaching classes, while I was working at Renaissance Festival, um, I also did a stage show out at Renaissance called The Milkmaids, awesome. which was super fun. Um, where we wrote the entire script by just improvising things and Mm -hmm. writing it down, just like Brave New Workshop does. Although I didn't know that at the time. I just thought we were goofing around. Um, And then I had an a cappella group for 10 years called Swing Set, where we were the opening act for Look Ma, No Pants, which was the Scrimshaw brothers and Tim Uren and Calvin. What's Calvin's last name? I don't remember. Yeah. Hartle? Oh, Calvin. Calvin. Like yeah, yeah, Hadley uh, and, and Jill Ber- I, I and Jill Bernard. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I've been singing for a long time. I do it all by ear. I you know I tried to learn to sight read music and I it became what's the point because I can yeah. make up cooler stuff than what's usually on the page. So <laughs> which isn't completely true, but and then I always harmonize with music on the radio just because mm-hmm. I have trouble singing with people. Like I, singing the same part as someone else. If you're singing something and you got it solid, I will try to find the harmony because that's so much better. And and that's like your natural tendency. That's yep. your. That's yep. awesome. That's a good natural tendency. <laughs> yeah. I should I should point out that Stacy and I also sing by ear too. Otherwise, they're going to think that we're standing up there with sheet music. <laughs> all the rest well, of you the just sing, stuff yeah. up. Yeah. You just can say what notes you're singing. Well, there's that. And what chords are happening. Well, Ryan also has perfect pitch, so is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow! So uh, this Ryan guy really has a shit <laughs> yeah. I don't I mean, do that. He has a piano. I do right? not need he that knows reputation. A first inversion, right? I do not need that reputation. Why not? Uh, Sounds like a real music major, right? Dude, you have to go there. Ryan guy's a real douchebag. No. That's Ryan. what I want to avoid. Right. Yeah. So. Uh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, in this uh, next segment, uh, which doesn't have a name, uh, and maybe you guys can help me name it, that would be great. So after the segment's done, if you have any ideas, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, I'm going to ask you some quick 
kind of generalized improv questions and I want you to answer as quickly as you can. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. If you could improvise with anybody from history, who would it be? Abraham Lincoln. Why does that come? Robin awesome. Williams. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Good. Good answer. Aretha Franklin. Nice. Ooh. Good. Right now I'm on a Hamilton kick, so I'm just going to say Alexander, <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he could drop some sick beats in his day. You would get tons I bet of dollars. Lincoln would like the theater a lot more if I was doing improv. Sure. Right? <laughs> Too soon, Aaron. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Is it? Yeah. I'm sorry. Those are great answers. And I think that was the fastest That is definitely answer. the yeah. quickest yes. ever. So That's, well done. Thank you for that. Uh, second question. As it is right now, you do a narrative uh, acapella musical. If you could layer in any other sort of classic form into what you do already, like a herald or something like that, what would be your dream form to put into what you already do. Can I say it wouldn't be a form, but I'd like to do dancing. Okay. I'd like oh. to dance. We don't really dance that. much. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. It's coming, I swear. I was going <laughs> to pay an homage to, to Joe Rapp and say add more genre, be mm-hmm. add more specific genre pieces. Sure. Mm-hmm. I would love um, to do uh, Shakespeare, which is not like an improv form. That's a genre. It is, yeah, I know, but it's a very specific one. And more specifically, I would love to make it be like the rustics. Oh, and yeah. Do, and do sort of have bad props to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I love I love the rustics from the Seven Night's Dream. So. Was that quick? Uh, yeah, but we were waiting on one. He agreed with me. He wants yeah. to no. dance. Yeah, I want to. I, I Ryan, Ryan and Jen and I actually had a dancing lesson day. Oh really? Yeah. And Ryan was perfect. He can kick it. Yeah. Ryan oh, I, can I, kick I, it. I was perfect. I have I wow. have surprised. He wasn't no, there. No, it sounds like he's got his shit together. <laughs> I mean this guy over here, yeah, right? Just what a renaissance man. No, I have I have terrible fears about about space work and physicality. The other night we were on stage and I pulled out what I thought was a gun. <laughs> and and so somebody excited. said Oh, he's he's holding a very tiny bow and arrow. It's so cute. Yeah. yeah. So it was a little sparrow bow. And I'm, I'm going to bring I, some airsoft guns so yeah. we can test out different guns. So I, 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 am, I am with Stacy on the idea of dancing. I just need to, you know, dancing, physicality, space work is all learned stuff for and, me. So. And weaponry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, I always feel like in improv, you should do what you fear the most. Yeah, You really definitely. should just try to do it. I don't know how we're going to work bees into our scenes then, but <laughs> if that's... <laughs> that's I think what just, you want. Just yeah. with the, uh, the warm-up, a swarm of bees. No, no, no. Ooh, I don't know that one. No. It's part of uh, Die Not Today. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and finally, if you, in the future, write a memoir... Based on your musical experience, what would be the title of your memoir? You're flat. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I wasn't a music major. (laughs) Play it by ear. Oh, see, I was just going to say the pickup artist's a retrospective. So, yeah, Yeah. so informative. Yeah, exactly. There's so much, so many layers. Can you tell how many how many biographies I've ever read? How many memoirs? Yeah, I got halfway through Miles Davis and quit. So <laughs> I've listened to songs by Miles Davis and I've quit halfway through. Well, speaking, <laughs> speaking of wanting to quit halfway through listening to his music, <laughs> <laughs> now's the time of the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Simondet for a brand yeah, new nice, segment nice. that we call Philip's Corner. Corner! 
How often do you get harmonies on that? Uh, the first, it's, it's I the first time. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, well, the first question is, do you have a name for that last section that we have not named yet and we're still open to suggestions? On spot. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Fast pitch. Ooh, also good. Ooh, also good. Like oh, because it, it's kind of baseball right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Look at me. Which do we like more? I, I, I'm actually like fast pitch. Fast pitch. I'm just waiting for whatever Ryan says. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's true. Oh, my God. Don't Why would we up, ask Ryan. the rest of them? Don't show me up. Why even ask anyone else? Let me have I would also go with fast pitch. Oh, okay. I'm on yeah, it. Yeah, I'm right. okay. I'm Boy, you know, I didn't love it before, but. <laughs> All right. So that was I fast hate pitch. I you guys. <laughs> just like love you, Ryan. That's what it should be. Oh. All right. Uh, welcome to Philip's Corner. If you didn't notice, I didn't ask any questions in the last half because I'm bad at it. But I'm trying to get better. So this is the part where I get to practice asking questions. <laughs> Yay. So. Stacy, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a dumb. I hate this question already. Do you remember that song, Stacy's Mom? Uh, God, yes. What was your mother like? Oh God. Uh. What she played? She didn't really play the guitar. My dad was the musician in the family, but she would knew how to do. It took a long time to leave you, Lucille, or. It was, it's a fine time to leave you, Lucille. Do you guys know that song? You picked a fine time to leave me, me Lucille. Lucille, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. she could do. Who sings um, that? Like she could sing one uh, song. It's country, I don't know. Yeah. Brian, country. Every once in a while. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Somebody should say that. What do you want to know? So that my, was whole, the one, my whole tra- traumatic was, childhood. Oh, traumatic? <laughs> no. Yes, I do then. In that case. <laughs> Wait, so she could only sing or play guitar on that she, one song? She did Kenny both. Rogers. She did both. Right, yeah. Okay. Kenny Rogers. But only that one song. Only that one song. My dad was the musician in the family. I could talk about my dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, he uh, uh, lived in New York for a while, and he was a musician there. And he uh, was in, at the time, it was the longest running musical. It was called The Rothschilds. Hmm. And he had a tiny little solo in there. <laughs> That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Ryan... So, so saving Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What's the thing that you that are you good at saving things like um, either money or, or or things? No, actually, I I tend to be uh, save his breath. Very impulsive. Um, I have to I have to keep things that I really should save at arm's length so that they are saved. You know, like ice cream in the house is not a thing that exists. Uh, because it doesn't get saved long enough. Sure. So, yeah, I would say no, no. Aaron. Yes. Carter. That's a thing, right? Aaron Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was um, he was a little brother of of uh, one of the members of which boy Nick band? Carter. I believe it was Nick the Carter Backstreet was Backstreet Boys. Because he was the heartthrob for the Backstreet Boys with Justin Timberlake. Well, was the heartthrob of NSYNC. And then you have Nick Lachey of 98 Degrees. I mean, don't get me started on boy bands if you don't want me to go on for hours. Let's oh, please go on. on. Please go on. Um, nope, I've pretty much exhausted <laughs> my entire library of knowledge with the 90s boy bands. That's But yes. We can start on the country ones. Emerson Drive, Rascal Flats. Menudo. <laughs> so country. Yeah. No. A different country. Yeah, a different country. I actually have no idea. Uh, what what was what did the back of your house look like, like the back from the back street? If somebody was judging your family from the back of your house, what would they think about you? 
my child's at home, they would say, well, that they have it put together. Because we actually were on Lake Phelan in the east side. So our house, if you're looking from the back, you could see Lake Phelan in front of it, which was very nice. Um, if they're looking at my current home, they'd probably think that family needs to get it together because it <laughs> is in dire need of paint, new garage doors. Um, my neighbors could probably give you a better list of what actually needs to be done to that house. Yeah, it's very clear that Ryan doesn't live there. No. No, the back of my house is no better. <laughs> no better. Amy. Yes. In the White Coat. It's a Bright Eyes song that I like. Is it? And it looks like nobody else. No, I know that. All right, great. Yeah. Do you ever wear all white? No. Have you ever? What about your, like a wedding? Yes, I did wear white to both of my weddings. <laughs> oh, <just go laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> like you're allowed for the first one right <laughs> well well the second one was a little off-white and my okay. first my first wedding dress i got for 25 dollars at goodwill nice yeah Ooh. yeah it sounds like you need a second and it, wedding. and it fit perfectly no i did the whole wedding for two thousand dollars wow i know right um we got married in minnehaha falls nice. we had you know a friend take pictures my my first husband was very pagan so we had a lot of pagan traditions in the wedding and it was awesome and we had a great dance and it was a good party and then we went to cancun on a honeymoon and I should have left him then because he was an asshole. Oh. <laughs> there we go. He's got a he's got a very nice wife now, and he's going to he's going to school for musical theater, wow. <laughs> or musical theory. Sorry, not theater. He, he really currently wants to be more like Ryan. Yeah, he wants to get to currently. Ryan. He wants to be like Ryan. <laughs> he does. Um, and m- my second wedding was in my sister's back room. We had a potluck, and then we went. Uh, oh, on my first wedding cake, I had uh, tro- those treasure trolls. Oh yeah, and my mother was very disappointed that Wait, there like were the trolls. troll dolls. Yeah. Okay. And you because you could get them in wedding. Okay. Sure. So yeah. my second wedding, um, she said, "Can we please have a, a normal cake this time?" And I just looked at her. Did you put the trolls on? So then I um, I made a top hat and tails for brain and put Pinky in the dress with pearls and the the veil and then put the Animaniacs on the bottom tier of the cake with a wire with the bouquet that was being thrown by Pinky and the Animaniacs hands were out like they were catching it and it was this awesome (laughs) awesome yeah that's awesome how did your mother take it? She, I don't know. We didn't talk about it. That's what we do in my family. And then we, and then we did, and then we did snow tubing for our reception. And so I had, I had a cat because we got married in January. It's my anniversary actually on Monday. Wow. So um, we, uh, I had a, a snow cap that I put buttons on with a veil. And so I went down the hill with my, with my bouquet and I threw it and one of my, um, former well student then former student who lives in in florida as a teacher now uh caught the bouquet so it's kind of that is amazing that is amazing yeah wow in a white dress wow okay uh final question is for all of you uh could you please sing a theme song i was gonna say for ryan but could you make us a new uh a new theme song for next next at bat yeah You can edit out all this empty space. Are we gonna like lay something? Oh, I thought it was part of it. (laughs) (laughs) The empty space, like how long it took. The negative space of music is just as important as the notes. Uh, John Cage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I don't know. It would become jumpy. So, like, bum, 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 bum. 
Quick sidebar. Oh, yeah. God, I think that was the most successful Phillips Corner you've had maybe ever. Well, you know what helps? When there's somebody that just has the shit together yeah. so well <laughs> right. that it just makes everything to come together. You know, so. you're, I tar- mean, you're talking you talk about... Like, you talk about Amy like that, and I just... <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, anyone who can design a wedding cake and a, and a party like that... You're talking about Aaron, aren't you? Yeah. We need better <laughs> sidebar walls. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about it. We need to invest, finally. Sidebar to the sidebar real quick? Oh, sidebar, sidebar. Okay, yeah. Okay. Secret sidebar. Yeah, secret sidebar. I don't really have anything. You just want to be away? Kind of. Just alone with can, me? Can we have a hug real quick? Yeah, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sidebar, sidebar. Over. Okay, back to the sidebar. Why are they hugging? I don't think oh they were. There was a, there was a sidebar we talked about that getting we a sidebar bodyguard. Oh, God, close the door. All right, uh, sidebar, sidebar over. Sidebar over. All right, are you guys ready to do some improv? Yay! Yay! Next up, Bats! Yeah. Are we getting three notes? Is that what we're doing? Do you have your xylophone? Yeah, we can do three notes. I mean, if we're going to start it, we can totally do three yeah, notes. Yeah, do it. I think that was three notes right there. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have a, a, a word of suggestion? Sure. Um, bear cat. Oh, bear shit. Cat. Bear cat. Okay. Bear cat. Just, any, just any, hit three. Three. Any three. I like that. Bum 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 Boom. 
intrepid found He laid a claim and it held fast And now it's mine at last This land is mine charge of at least a three-man crew you can't handle it okay how many times have i told you that you're the fuck up of the family i'm the eldest it goes down to me inheritance lineage it makes sense okay doesn't fall down to the spoon-fed baby brother that never had to work for his life but i i want to learn i want i want to hold the spoon myself and learn to feed myself you know what they say teach a fish to man dang it Teach a man to fish? God, look at you. Ugh. Pathetic. You can't even speak anymore. I'm nervous. I heard some things last night. I felt like Pappy was talking to me. I feel like he's, he's worried about the direction you're taking the, the mine. And that's why... I... Deeper. Deeper, deeper, deeper. That's the only way to go. What are you talking about? He said level out. That's all he said was... But don't, don't go too deep. Don't go too deep. It's Ridiculous, okay? The best mine is at the bottom mine, okay? It's always been the way. Leveling out is ridiculous.
Look, I always wanted to be better than Pappy, okay? And I'm going to be. I'm going to get deeper and richer than he ever was. There's a dig scheduled for later today, and that drill is going down. It would seem as though the surface dwellers are getting closer. (laughs) I sense them closer. (laughs) Every day I hear the picks and the chisels and the drills getting closer to setting us free. (laughs) 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 Ah, my mole wife. Yes, my mole husband. Soon we are going to take over the surface world. I'm so excited to take over. Mama, Papa, I'm excited too. I can't wait. Little mole baby, you will not grow up underneath the ground. I've never seen to the surface. I've never seen the surface. You will see the sky and you will eat man flesh. We're going to make your evil dreams come true. We're going to make your evil dreams come true. My wife, my daughter, I swear that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make your evil mole dreams come true. Yeah. Gonna make your evil dreams come true. Those evil mole dreams. Gonna make those evil dreams come true. And there's nothing that those surface dwellers can ever, ever do. When we make your evil mole dreams come true. Today's the day. Gather round, everybody. Just a quick... Before we break ground. Look, I know coal mining is a rough gig, and I appreciate you all sticking around. We've hit a level here that, well, my younger brother thinks is enough. And I say nay. Okay, I think we can be richer yeah. and smarter yeah. and better than we've ever been. Yeah. And the only way we can do that is by going deeper and deeper, harder, harder than deeper, we ever have before. Harder, deeper, harder, deeper, harder, deeper, harder, deeper. So we're digging today. Deeper. And we're not going to quit until we reach the center of the earth. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Are you proposing shutting this dig down? Are you crazy? Do you know how much money's on the line? Look, I'm just saying, for the miner's safety, we gotta really take all the precautions here. You can't just go willy-nilly digging deep into the center of the earth and not expect us to have some safety precautions. I've been leading willy-nilly this entire time, and it's worked out so far. Fine, I'll take care of it myself. I'm going down there. Okay. Take this canary with you just in case. Come here, bird. Hey, brother, where are you going? There's reports of accidents at the bottom. It's crazy talk, okay? I'm getting down there and taking care of myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you, too. I, what you can should... you do, you fuck up? I won't fuck up this time. I, at least I'll try really hard not to. But we're family. I should be down there with you, just in case. Fine, you carry the dumb bird. Okay. Part. They said there's live coal. You're smaller. Get in there and have a peek. Okay. I sure am full. Oh, what was that? I could eat more. Hi. <laughs> Hello, tasty man flesh. Hello, tasty man flesh. Hi. My, my name's Paul. I call you dinner. Mmm, dinner, yes. Dinner. Very clever. Oh, what do you see him down there? Uh, well, there's... The live coal looks more like... Lava people. Lava people? We're mole people. Mold Come people. on. Now. Just... No, no that's, the, that's the next level down. God. Sorry, I screwed up again. They're mole people. God damn it, Paul. I'm coming down myself. Okay. 
They called me Tasty Man Flesh. I told him my name was Paul. Oh, what are you doing in dear. my mine? I like that one. He's fatter. Yes, I want to eat mm. him. I own this land all the way to the core. What are you doing in my I don't my think you dirt? understand coal ownership. Yeah, dinner. Dinner. Dinner, dinner. <laughs> why, are su- don't, why are you surrounding me? What are you... What are you... What are you... They're stronger than they look, Paul. Get them off of me. A pinch of salt, a little spice. This man will taste so nice. A pinch of salt, a little spice. He's gonna go down sweet and nice. Let's eat him up. Let's eat him up for dinner. Let's eat him up. Let's eat him up for dinner. He's gonna go down very nice. Can't you saw a little spice? He's gonna taste so incredibly nice. We call you dinner. You don't seem to be unhinged by this, there, sir. I suppose you'll want to be the second course. Get them off of me! I'll try! Hey! Don't do that! Stop! Wait a minute! You seem very weak and tender! You know, since he's not very feisty, we will be able to eat him next! Perhaps if we were to show some backbone, nope, we'll eat him next. A little spice, a pinch of salt, a pinch of salt, a little spice, a little spice. Gonna go down very nice. Pinch of salt, a little spice, a little spice. Gonna go down very nice. He's got no trace of feist. He's gonna go down very nice. They're gonna be all sliced and dice. They're gonna go down very nice. Very nice. We have to follow them to the surface. Yes. They're not coming back down here. If we're going to take control of this, we need to go to the top. Don't lose your nerve, Ma. I'm not losing my nerve. I want to go to the top. I'm not waiting for them to come to me any longer. Let's get up there and cause some trouble. you got to listen to me, guys. They're, the moving coal is really mole people down there. They ate my brother. I would have... Oh, seriously! I would have tried to fight him off if my entire life had been spoon-fed and weak. And I never learned how to... Like Aaron Carter? Yeah. Lived in the shadow of my big brother and was just sort of given everything. Who was sort of like Nick Carter. Right. And that's what everybody thought. They were like, oh, he's, he's just like... 
his brother, so we should give him a record contract. But his music was terrible. Well, I think and you're going off on a tangent. You no, know, he's saying that, that his brother sacrificed himself like in Saving Private Ryan. Sure. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He sacrificed himself so that you could bring forth your ideas. I know you have ideas. I heard you. But wait a second. In this metaphor, Aaron Carter's never produced an original thing in his life. Paul is different. You think? That I lady think so. coal miner might be onto something. <laughs> I'm in love with you guys. It was actually my pappy. He came to me in a dream and said that we shouldn't go so deep and we should level off. Oh, pappy. I really so, oh, you're pappy. What, I, what I'm proposing is that we've got to do something because we've gone too deep. So we've got to, we've got to seal it pull up. Out. We have to pull, pull out. out. Pull out. Yeah. Pull out before things come out of the hole that you have to take care of. <laughs> right. For months and Let's months pull out. and months. We gotta pull yep. out, guys. I mean, if, you, pull if you can't afford pull out. <laughs> to keep it in there, you need to be able to pull out. Let's pull out. Let's pull out. Let's pull out. Let's pull out. Pull, 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 pull. Let's pull out. Let's pull out. Hey, listen to me. We gotta get out of that hole. Hey, hey, listen to me. We gotta wrap it up and go. It seems the surface people are blocking us in tight. We'd better hurry up if we want to eat more man flesh tonight. Let's pull out. Let's pull out. Let's pull out. Going to the surface, that is our goal. I'm not going to stop, even if they cover the hole. Let's pull out. Let's roll out. Let's roll out. Let's roll out. Let's roll out. Somebody grab the mat. We gotta, we gotta put it over the hole. Stretch it tight. I'm trying to stretch it tight. Hurry. Make sure there's no air bubbles in there. Go. Go. Hello, tasty man flesh. His arms poking through. Push him back and put the top over. I'm trying. I'm trying to stretch it over the entire hole. Push. This thin rubbery barrier will be the life of us. It'll save us. It's got to be tight. Make sure there's no holes in it. Maybe we should put two holes No, then it'll create more friction and it'll rub through. Never use two. One is enough. Just make sure there's no holes. All right, if you're sure. I'm having real trouble getting through this barrier. Let's make another hole to go through. I don't know. Wait, is there another hole around the back? I I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Go. We gotta plug that other hole. No, 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 no. If we put Quit. a series of drills in there, they'll act like sort of a a bead effect. Do you want me to? You want me to get the thumb drill or the bead drills? The okay. bead drills. Okay. Let's, okay. let's tie them together with a chain so we can pull them out later. Paul, this is chaos. You have to pull everything together. <laughs> you gotta step, take charge. Like you never did before, Paul. Guys, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Paul, come this on. is my first time getting deep down inside a hole. <laughs> I just, 
I'm really I nervous. And it's I, so, I have such are. a mess on my hands. There's just, there's dirt, and there's just things everywhere. A lot of, a lot of mud down there, yep. Oh, yep. God. Look, I, just, I know things are hard, but you can do it. Oh, God, it's the military coming. We need to make sure that, that there's no shooting in the hole. That would be devastating yeah, would be for everybody yeah. involved. All that banging. I don't want to blast in the hole. It'll be too dangerous. With the military here, they'll think that we're up to no good. Let's we just, could ruin the tractors that are in the B formation. Let's just finish covering this one. Stretch it tight. So I, tight. I, I can't get through. Hole's so big to begin oh, with. I'm trying. Oh, I'm, oh we've I'm been in and out of that I'm about tunnel spent. so many times. I that know. Energy. It's really <laughs> loosened up this top <laughs> part. I can't make it. Baby Mole, I'm baby sorry. Mole, you have to do this for us. Kill us too. I, I can't perform anymore. <laughs> Paul, the barrier's not holding. You gotta blow it. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm gonna take the, the final course of action. We're just gonna cut it off at the tip. We're done. No. Oh no! <laughs> we just gotta, we just gotta seal off the whole thing. Just shut okay. it down. Cut it off. You're the boss, and I'm glad you're yep. finally taking charge. Yeah. Pull We're behind you, Paul. Pull out. 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 This final act of desperation. I will do self castration. There's no frustration when you have castration. Castration will be your salvation. No more frustration when you have castration. Castration will be your salvation. No more frustration when you have castration. Castration will be your salvation. No more frustration when you have salvation. No more ghosts in the woods. No more moles in the ground. Castration. So, Paul, why were you trying to fuck that hole anyway? And that's our show. Thank you to the pickup artists. Thank you to Stacy Trelfa, Ryan Strunk, Aaron Cook, Amy Burge. And you can see this group at Huge Theater. That's Huge Theater in Uptown Minneapolis, 3037 Lindale Avenue South uh, through February on Huge Wednesdays. That's Wednesday at 8 p.m. with three other groups currently? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter. That's right. Could you give your addresses? Um, our Facebook address is The Pickup Artists. 
improv mm-hmm. and our twitter address is at acapella improv uh, and our our email if you'd like to email oh, us directly sure. is the pickup artist improv at gmail.com lovely uh philip what do you have going on these days well it's february so uh you can still catch me in throwback night friday nights at huge yeah we're doing the laurent uh starting next month i'll be in neutrino which is the improvised yeah. movie mm-hmm. that's which is filmed live yep. while you're watching it uh that's gonna be saturday nights at huge and then uh the, the next local music scene show this month's for february is uh jack and the cokes right fourth monday of the month which uh, uh, awesome. I am not performing anytime soon, uh, but uh, currently one of the groups that I coach, Mixed Messages, is also doing the Huge Wednesdays run with you guys. So uh, please also check out Mixed Messages when you go to check out the pickup artists. And they will be performing in February and April, taking March off for Troika, which if you don't know what Troika is, pull your head out of your ass and go check it out because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and that's also at Huge Theater. Uh, so you can go to hugetheater.com and check out uh, what they have to offer and, uh, and all sorts of other cool shit like um, learning how to do this. So Philip, how can people get a hold of us? They can send us an email at nextupatpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Like us on facebook.com. Yeah. Uh, and slash nextupbat. And uh, check us out and other amazing podcasts on noisepicnic.com. Oh, noisepicnic. Love it. Uh, go to iTunes and subscribe to our show. Rate and review us. Let us know what you think of us. Tune in next week when we're going to have double blind. Is, is that what it's called? Double, double blind improv. Double blind improv. When we're going to have double blind improv on, and uh, you should check them out because they're up and coming and they're pretty cool. And until then, as always, plug all of your holes to make sure that nothing comes out of there that you don't want. Yeah, don't blow it. 